I truly believe it's never a good idea to get back with an ex. You broke up for a reason. I think too, you just have to be careful because you cannot control the response that you're going to get or the outcome. So if you want to make amends, a lot of times we want this for our own like selfish reasons and it doesn't always end up how we would expect. This is the Confident Collective Podcast with your hosts, Christina Zias and Rayanne Langis, two plus size models and body activists here to get real and candid about living your most confident life. Get ready for powerful conversations that will leave you laughing, motivated, and inspired. Hello, everybody. Happy Tuesday. Welcome back to the Confident Collective Podcast. It's your girl, Rayanne. And your girl, Christina. And I feel like before we start anything off, we first need to apologize about our audio situation. Listen, full disclaimer, we were fully prepared for these two months away together. We bought a whole new podcast system. We had everything set up. We tested it when I was in New York. All was good. And somehow it just doesn't work for either of us abroad. And so anyways, the audio hasn't been top-notch quality. And we apologize about that. Yeah, we apologize. Thanks for sticking with us. Starting next week, it will be back to its top tier quality. I will say my computer just completely stopped when we were in, when I was there. So I couldn't even co- connect the equipment that we got. And it took a valuable valuable room in my suitcase so that's what i'm saying that's why i'm like what the hell like i've been lugging this shit around it doesn't work and it's like it's the most annoying part is that it it looks like it should be working like everything is set up perfectly just yeah we're gonna have to do like we really need to get an it person on tcc yeah Yeah. anyone out there let us know know. also i just want to say i am going to try my best to be fully here today I feel like an old person. I think I slept on my neck wrong. I'm literally propped up on my couch like I'm in a fucking hospital bed. I was like searching before this. I was like, Christian, I'm going to be a few minutes late because I was searching for my neck pillow, like my airplane neck pillow, because I need to like prop my neck up. I don't know what's going on. I'm like, my neck is tweaked and I feel like an old person right now. And I can like, every time I speak or like turn my head like this, I move my head a lot when I talk. It is like a shooting pain up my neck. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Wait, that's the, I like was getting that for a while, for a long time. And then I started getting massages frequently and it helped, but you know, you should go to, you should get acupuncture from what's her name. Oh, by healing. Yes. She's amazing. I remember during COVID I risked my life. I was like, I don't care if I get COVID. My (laughs) neck hurts so badly. I actually remember that. Yes. I remember Steve literally had to escort me out of the car and almost carry me up. The stairs to get there because that's how like badly my neck hurt and she really like one session with her maybe it was placebo maybe it was really acupuncture I don't know but it worked it really really worked so okay I'm gonna have to see if she has any urgent appointments but also do you remember that one time we were in the parking lot we had just like taken Nico to the park or something and you literally turned to say bye to me and I was like Christina are you okay you moved your entire body I was like you can't move your neck you literally can't turn your neck you just turn no. your whole body. Is that still happening? No, actually, like now, not the. Oh wow, I've never seen your neck move like that. I, that's what I'm saying. Like that, it was happening for like a year and a half. Remember, my friend Mariana was like, 
she was like, oh yeah, I was going to say something to you because she was sitting in the back of my car and I was in the passenger seat. Every single time I turned to talk to her, I guess my whole body. <laughs> I didn't even realize because it was happening for so long. Yeah. Oh, it wound stiff as a board. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Oh my God. Okay. Well, this- I have to, I have to say though, too, honestly, I'm trying to be as present as possible guys. I know I'm on vacation, but I have never been so tired in my freaking life. Yeah. What's going on? Why are you so tired? Okay. It's because one, just traveling with a child is tiring because you have to do all like the same exhausting parenting stuff, like, but in a different place with more things to do. So like, you know how you're just tired when you're doing a lot of things Like combine that with like parenting in general. In the first part of our trip, we were in Galinas and we had like this house and that was like kind of like the focus of our trip was just like enjoying our time there and exploring here and there. But now that we're in Limnos, which is the island that my mom is from, there are so many things to do, so many people to see that it's so easy for like every second of the day to be jam-packed that... I'm just tired. And we're at the beach so much. Like we were going to the beach twice a day in the morning and then in the evenings. And just like the sun takes a lot out of you. Like it was exhausting. Yeah. And we just, I honestly feel like I haven't just left that much this entire trip anyways. I'm just tired. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I can't even imagine like just getting your, like just the fact of like getting your shit on a ferry, traveling on a ferry, even like checking into a new place is a whole a lot when you just have yourself and then you have to think about having a whole other human I can't imagine and also yeah I didn't really sleep on my trip but like naps were a daily thing for me like I took naps quite frequently I've been taking naps when Nicholas sleeps like this is the first time and probably like years were I mean I've only had him for a year and a half so it was a slight exaggeration <laughs> but everyone's always like sleep when the baby naps and like for me I've always been like no like when the baby naps is when you try and get as much shit done as possible. Yeah. But now I'm like, as soon as he goes in for a nap, I don't even fucking care. There's probably like a pile of sand in our bed. I'm like literally just passing out immediately, which does help a lot. But I was also telling Steve, I was like, I am like obsessed with it here. But when I get back to LA or when we get back to the States, I so badly want it to be 50 degrees and sweater weather with like a groovy. <laughs> Are you serious? I have to to face that's not going to be my reality. I think because we've just had so much sun in summer. Like, I don't feel like I need to go to a beach again for the rest of the summer. I mean, I probably will. Like, probably next weekend. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Like, you know how I said I wasn't going to get a manicure? And two days later, I got a manicure. You're going to, I'm going to see you in Malibu two days after you get here. I know it. But I get, I mean... Yeah, actually, no, I didn't feel sick of it at all. I, I I did not feel sick of this beach at all. I do, though. I am. You spent less time at it, I feel. Like you were like bouncing around like from cities and then true. you like, went to London, which was like a little bit cooler. Of a break. You know? True, true, yeah. true, true. But is, isn't it crazy? Like I always feel like, okay, it's August right now when we're recording August 3rd and we're already like ready for fall. Like I feel like this is just the start of summer. Like July was the first month of summer. I guess June was. That makes no sense to me. Yeah, you're right. I saw someone post something like that on August 1st. I was like, I hope your next, I hope the last five months of 2022 bring you everything you want. And I was like, okay, too soon to be talking about the end of the year. Okay. Wait, that just freaked me me out. 
I know, dude, it freaked me out too. Holy shit. This year has flown by. I know. Wow. Wow. Well, and also everyone, this marks the first episode in my birthday month and I am a Leo. So I have to make everyone aware that it is my birthday this month. (laughs) Very excited. I think we need to make sure we have epic, epic celebrations planned. Yeah. I'm working on that this weekend. I'm making a plan for the birthday festivities. So I will keep you posted. I'm so excited that you're going to be back. Thank I'm God. so excited I'm going to be back. Thank goodness. My gosh. I'd be like, see, we have to reschedule our trip. Sorry. We have to be back. We got to be back for Rayanne's birthday. Well, I've loved seeing all of your updates. Seeing Nico thrive with his cousins has been the sweetest thing. Oh my goodness. It is. Gosh, I can't even tell you. Okay. So right now I'm in Lima. Like I said, it's the place that my mom was born and where she grew up. I'm like not exaggerating when I say that we are related to everyone in the village, like in one way or another, because both my grandfather was born in the village and is from here and my grandmother as well. And they were both like one of 10 or one of nine. That's crazy. So imagine all them and then all of their offspring and all their offspring. So between both sides, it's just crazy. And it's just so funny. Cause I'm like, mom, like how are you related to Theo Dimitri again? And it'll take her a while. Like, and she'll be like, I think he's like, I think he's like Papu's nephew. Like it just, there's just so many connections. It's so crazy. I posted a video the other day showing how like everyone at the beach was my cousin. And then I posted a photo afterwards with like Nicholas and a little girl. And I was like, it was their first date. And people are like, oh my gosh, I hope they're not related. Ha ha ha. And then I was like, no, they're obviously not related. And then later on the next day, my mom's like, I think a nest even might be related. No. (laughs) Yes. And that is her dad. And I'm like, what? So it was just so funny. And it's so nice. And what's so crazy is I've been coming here since I was like a little kid. So I've grown up with all these people, but we didn't come every single summer. So it's not like I saw it them all the time, but we always kept in touch. And whenever you come back here, it's like, nothing has changed. Like you just fall back into your own routines, like relationships stay the same. Like it's so amazing. And now I am not exaggerating when I say there's only one person I, I, I've grown up coming here that does not have a child. Every single person has kids and it is the most incredible, like beautiful thing to experience like this whole new chapter of life with them all doing the same thing. And it's so cool. Like all my cousins have kids, all of our friends, like even our friends who aren't our cousins, but we call our cousins who are from Brooklyn that come here. Like they all have kids now too. Like it's just so wild because I've never been in a stage of life like this with so many other people. And it's just like really, really cool to have experienced like running around in like the village square together, playing hide and seek to then going through like club rat days with them all summer long (laughs) to like, and now having kids together and experiencing all of that, you know? Yeah. That's crazy. And such a cool like thing. That's something I hope that I have, like if I have kids, like, cause when I was growing up, my parents, like how you, you know, go to this Island and you have all the, your cousins and have kids. Like my parents were part of like the rugby community in Denver and all of their Mm -hmm. friends had kids like around the same time. So then they're all just like having a great time. Like, you know, 
like going to like Breckenridge and all this stuff. And then all of the kids when we were growing up were also there. So it was just like so cool that like the adults could have a good time. And then the kids were like having the time of their life, you know? Exactly. Exactly. It's amazing. And then one of my friends from Brooklyn was like, you have to come to Limnos. Like it's so much fun. The kids entertain themselves. And then like you could have a mimosa on the beach or like a drink on the beach because like they're all fine together. And it's so crazy that now Nicholas, he's only a year and a half years old and he already has like cousins and he's having so much fun with them. I'm like, he's going to have the whole same exact experience. Like, I don't know. It's just really, really special. I love it. I love it so much. It's, 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 it's cool. It's really cool to see. And, and it's just like a different experience, like seeing him thrive and like seeing him on a farm and like having no fear and being with the animals and then like walking into the ocean. I don't know. I'm just like, very, very impressed with my one and a half year old who literally feels like he's 11 right now. So is this going to be a D'Angelo family vacation every summer? Wow. I've never heard you reference my family by Steve's last Me either. Name. But isn't that, but like Nico's name is D'Angelo. Isn't his last yeah. name D'Angelo? I was yeah. going to say Zias, but then I was like, well, I, I don't know. I, I, wait, did you even, you didn't legally change your name. No, I've never changed my name. I don't think I will. Don't tell Steve. All right. Well, the ZS, uh, the ZS family. <laughs> no, D'Angelo family. Because sometimes when like I'll book a hotel and they're like, hello, Mr. and Mrs. ZS. I'm like, ew, that feels really cute. <laughs> uh, feels like my parents. I don't think it will be an annual thing because I think we just like to want, want to be able to do different things. Yeah. Every summer and like see new places, you know? Yeah. My parents and I looked at a property here to maybe build a vacation house. And it's like something we always go back and forth on because it's so nice to have a place to go to. But then you do somewhat feel obligated to visit it all the time, or at least every summer. Cause yeah. I'm, and even like with Greece, like I would like to like, I want to come next time I want to come back to Greece. Like I also want to go to other more islands. Yeah. Like I want to go to other places and I like having this be a stopover and like a place that we come and visit, but I don't think it'll ever be like a every summer sort of thing. Yeah. Well, cause you know, I get torn, like, you know, our favorite show, the summer I turned pretty, she grew up going there every summer and it's like so cool. And it's like, Oh my God, you do that every summer. I'm like, that is like Nico. He goes to Greece every summer. Maybe he'll like, you know, he'll, if you guys did that, he would like have this place every summer. But I also see like you want to go to different places. So, but I kind of feel like I have that with this place, even though we didn't come every summer, even if it was like every couple summers or like every other summer. You yeah. Know? You got, you get enough. You get like the things, things don't change. So you still can like fall back into it. But yeah. Dude, wasn't that show so good? I'm so happy you watched that it. That show was so good. Loved it. Anyway. Oh, wait. Real quick. I have to say this. What? It fucking happened, you guys. What? I lost my bag. <laughs> no. And to be honest with you, it was like totally painless because I did end up getting the air tag. And because I was like, I literally just packed enough for like four days in a travel in a carry-on for yep. any of us. Like so it didn't even matter, but it was just so funny because we all traveled from Kalinos to Athens, from Athens to Linos together with like seven or eight suitcases. And mine was the only one left in Athens. And I'm like, oh, of course, but it was like fine. It was returned within 48 hours. Oh, so it was pretty seamless. And it was literally returned and they brought it to us at the beach bar. Wait, I think I was telling you, were like, they're going to drop it, drop it off at the beach. Like that is so funny to me. So like a person just from like, 
Greece Airlines is like rolling up on the beach with this bag? No, they sent it in a taxi. What? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. They just put it in the back of a taxi cab. And like the taxi, I guess, had to get it signed for. I wasn't even there. Steve went and got it for me. It is so weird. I know. Interesting. So weird. And again, we had to have it delivered to the beach bar because there's no addresses here. So we can't explain to someone where we're staying. That is so so weird. weird. You are off the grid, honey. We're off. Yeah, we're off the grid. Anyways, how is life? With you, do we have an update on your date? Which date? With oh, with the person who you broke up uh, with over text with via text. Yeah, but now we want to hear about the other ones too. By the way, oh yeah, we went, we went. So the guy I broke up with over text and then ran into at the concert, which I shared on the podcast last week. So we went out last week and had a great time. We just like had drinks, whatever. It was great. I will leave it at that. <laughs> and then we actually hung out last night. And because he got a puppy, I am not telling you guys, this is one of the cutest puppies I've ever seen. And she is like an angel puppy. I don't know what is going on. She's like an angel puppy. I'm like, is this just a phase? I was in shock, but it was so funny because so I could be, I kind of like told, made it clear that like, I'm not planning on being in LA like long-term he's older. He's like, it's interesting because the roles have kind of reversed. Like when we were seeing each other before, I was like, I want to date you like blah, blah, blah. And he was like, you're not ready. And now he's like, I feel like telling me kind of in one way or another that he is like, wait, you're leaving? Like what? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, I'm not staying in LA like for the long term. Like I don't, this is not like my plan. And so anyway, last night we were like talking about, he was like, what, what are the other reasons? And I was telling him about astrogeography and he was like, think I was absolutely crazy. And then I started talking about the pattern and co-star and yada, yada, yada. And we put in our pattern thing together And because you can run like if you have the pattern, you can add the friends and then it runs like a what is it called? It runs like a bond and you can make it like a friendship bond or romantic bond. You guys, our romantic bond was like powerful, like you and we'll call him Ted, you and Ted. I love how like sometimes I use code names and then other times I'm literally like, this is how you spell his name. (laughs) (laughs) And here's his social. And here's his social. Okay. So he's like, you, the pattern is like you and Ted have a powerful connection, like all of this stuff. And he was like, see, I told you. And I was just like laughing because I was uncomfortable because I was like, what? Like, I thought it was going to be like, you guys are not compatible because... I thought that's what you were going to say too. Me too. Because honestly, like, I don't think we're compatible. Like, we literally... He is a Capricorn. I am a Leo. He doesn't give me enough attention, to be honest with you. Like, he doesn't... Like, we have a lot of issues and we're not even dating. Like, already I'm annoyed with him and we've hung out. And like, it's kind of in a jokey way. But like, he is. He just kind of drives me insane. But like, I like spending time with him. So it was just so funny that this like, this pattern thing was like, you are a a powerful, unique match, blah, blah, blah. And it was just really interesting. So I highly suggest running your pattern bonds on dates to make it very awkward. Look what I just did as you were saying that unable to install the pattern. I just tried to be downloading it. I was like, wait, I need to get back on this. I wait, it, but it's wait, yeah. Somewhere. Get back on it because I want to run our friendship bond. 
Yeah, me too. I and I want to run. I want to make Steve do it too. I yeah, make Steve do it. Internet, so I might have to wait for Los Angeles. Oh gosh. But yeah, so it was good. Honestly, like I said, I don't, I, I feel like I don't have very many updates for you. I'm just in that, I'm kind of in, you know, in the regroup phase. I've got to like focus on work and getting reset here. And f- yeah, so I honestly feel like I'm really boring right now. I apologize, but I'm just soaking up as much of LA and enjoying the summer, planning my birthday. And that's about it. I think that planning your birthday is like the main focus and priority right now. I know. I can't decide. So what? Wait, no, I want to know about this. I can't believe what happened to your shoes. Oh my God. Okay. I literally saw that at like four in the morning, my time. And I almost had a heart attack. Okay. Yeah. So I, I bought a pair of, so I knew I wanted to make a designer purchase when I was in Europe. And I was like, this is going to be, you know, I wanted to be like, I didn't really want a bag. And I was in Saint-Tropez and I saw these like gorgeous Chanel flip-flops and they're actually like way more affordable than a bag. And I was like, oh my God, these are beautiful. And I just love the idea of like, well, number one, I've always loved fashion. So like, I don't feel bad about spending money on, on that stuff. I know some people think it's, it is whatever. I love it. I love fashion. And I just love the idea of kind of curating some really cool special pieces and then being able to like pass them down to my daughter one day or like, I just love that. And I just saw these shoes and I was like, oh my God, they're gorgeous. They're gorgeous. These Chanel flip-flops, they're like white Chanel flip-flops with black logos on them. And I just think they look so beautiful, but I have not worn them because I was scared to wear them because they're so nice. I was like, which is weird because with my, my nice stuff, I'm usually like so excited to wear it, but this is the nicest pair of shoes I've ever bought. Okay. And I was like scared to wear them. And finally yesterday I was like, I'm going to wear them. I'm going to wear them. I need to, I need to wear them. I am walking down Melrose and the, the sandal just snaps. And I'm like, what the actual hell this is I'm wobbling down Melrose with a Chanel sandal hanging from my foot it was I I was honestly baffled and you know what when I bought them some people messaged me and were like oh I've heard those fall apart and I was like oh no they don't no they don't and I got messages saying that like the people a lot of people have been saying they fall apart so I was like what this is really like embarrassing for Chanel that's embarrassing. You are saying yeah. that you're like a luxury, like what I pay for. Like I know bags will, will stand the test of time, but these shoes are embarrassing. Yeah. So, that's sad. And it's funny because Rihanna and I have like weirdly been buying a lot of the same stuff. I've been wanting a lot of the same stuff without discussing it with each other. Like, especially when it comes to designer purchases. And when she got those, I was like, Oh my gosh, I have like someone I was looking for those, but I could not find them in my size in the color I wanted because I wanted to bring them here. And then she got them and I was like, you need to go back and get me a pair, another pair or whatever. And then anyway, it was just so crazy. When I saw your story, I was like so disappointed. I, I know, like, but you should bring them to Chanel and hopefully they'll fix them for you. Yeah. I'll bring them in there and fix them. And then if they break again, I'm going to see if I can get a refund because yeah. if they break a second time, that's, that's the quality of the shoe. Mm-hmm. So, which, yeah, this, 
Yeah. I was like, this actually leads me into my product. Maybe should we flip into our products first today? Yeah. Let's do products first. Okay. So my product is actually flip flops. (laughs) This is so funny. Javiana specifically. Okay. I was at home in Denver this past weekend and I was wearing my Javianas and my parents were like, my my parents, my mom and sisters were like, why are you wearing flip-flops? Like, we're not going to the beach. We're not going to the pool. Like, what are you doing? And I'm like, no, you don't understand. Flip-flops are a staple shoe right now. This summer and into like, I think into spring, if you live in California, flip-flops are a, I think the chicest shoe of the moment. Wear them with trousers, wear them with jeans. Like you just automatically have this effortlessly cool laid back look like a pair of black Javianas. I have pink ones too. They, they are not just for the beach. They are not just for the pool. I'm telling you, you can pair them with like a silk skirt and like a tube top. Are you wearing Javianas right now? No, I'm wearing Tiki's. I oh. like never know how to pronounce them. Another brand I love, Tiki's. Those are like a leather flip-flop. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Which I love those as well. So I would just say, I would say Javiana's for a f- affordable option. They're like $26 and Tiki's are a good option. They're like, I think they're in like the... They're like 40 for, okay. like 40 or 50 but they're leather. And I feel like if you want to like use a flip-flop and like dress it up with like, like you were saying, a skirt or a dress, like I feel like these feel elevated just because they're leather yeah. and they're not too bulky. And like, I love them. I'm going to get them in way more colors because I just got the white. Yeah, I just feel like it makes your foot look sexy. Like a slim mm-hmm. flip-flop makes your foot look sexy. How's your yeah, neck? As long as men don't start wearing them. Oh, if a man wears flip-flops, get out of here. Ew. Men, flip-flops are for the beach for you. I don't want to see your hairy exactly. ass toes. I don't want to see that. No, absolutely not. Do you want to know what was funny? I was actually wearing them the other day and I was hanging out with some friends and one of my guy friends was like, why is your toe, why do you have like a scab on your toe? And I was like, oh, I was shaving my toe hair and I cut myself. And he was like, you shave your toe hair? You have toe hair? I'm like, yes, every woman does. And we all probably shave it. And I just nicked it. So like, get over it. I I definitely, I don't even know if I have toe hair anymore because it's just like a natural instinct to start when I shave my legs to start shaving at my toes. Start at the toots. <laughs> started from oh my god the toots to the no but i agree yeah i agree i think they elongate your legs yes flops that's why okay my obsessive product is a sunscreen it's the summer fridays mineral sunscreen i freaking love it it is so sheer, so lightweight, and it feels like you're just applying water on your face. Also, I've said this before, but like my eyes are incredibly sensitive when it comes to sunscreen, and this has passed the no tear test. It is really, really good. I use it on my face, and my neck, and my decolletage. It's like pretty much the only place like I apply sunscreen on my body, and I love it. Okay. Not, like I, if you're looking for a new sunscreen, 10 out of 10 recommend. Does it leave a white cast? No, and it's actually not white at all. It's almost like a yellowy color, and it, it it's so thin. It feels like a water-based solution. Like it goes on so lightweight, and it gives you just like the sheerest glow. I love it. Okay. Amazing. A And it's also all clean. Like when I couldn't find Nicholas's sunscreen, I just used that on him too. Incredible. And it's totally baby safe. Okay. Mm-hmm. Christina, 
it is rare she gets gives a stamp of approval to sunscreens because something weird goes on with her eyeballs. So you heard it here first. Well, literally, I feel like <laughs> I'm a harsh critic when it comes to sunscreen. You are. Okay, my obsessed with this week is, well, obviously, I'm not going to share any spoilers, okay? Because I, so I love Island UK. Obviously, if you're watching on Hulu in like the US, it's like two weeks behind or something. But I honestly, I'm just not even going to finish it because I've already watched all of the finale on TikTok, basically. Oh. I, I saw yeah. the spoiler and I was like, well, okay. So then I went down a rabbit hole and like finished it, whatever. I won't share any spoilers. But it just, I, I was looking at these TikToks and like the comments from people are actually so insanely harsh on some of these like islanders and a lot of these people don't have like a platform or anything before and I just was thinking about it it's crazy they go into this villa for eight weeks with no access to the internet no access to the outside world nothing and they come out with millions of followers and and literally possibly the whole world hating them and it actually makes me so it's so crazy to me because I get like reality TV is like people have their opinions because like at the first few episodes I was like talking to my friend Hannah and I was like I cannot stand I can sue like I literally cannot stand her like she drives me insane and I guess I'm saying that to Hannah but then like I don't think I would ever comment that online uh, by the way I would like to say now I can sue is now my favorite one on the show her and Davide favorite ones on the show but Anyway, beside the Ekansu point. Is one name. Her name is Ekansu. Okay. Yeah, she's Turkish and she's paired up with Davide, who is Italian. But anyway, it is just like, it is mind boggling to me that people, I guess and it is like reality TV. Like that's why it's so popular is because people have such polarizing opinions. But I see these comments and it's like, oh my God, I hate Gemma. Like, oh, Gemma's the worst. And it's like, imagine coming out of this villa and the whole world saying this shit about you. Like, I don't know. It just put me in a mind, like, mind funk. See, this is how I know you don't watch that much reality TV. Because as someone who's obsessed with Big Brother, I've been thinking about this for years. Because Big Brother fans are so freaking insane and so ruthless. And with Big Brother, you can be in the house for up to 100 days. So it's like over three months and on top of it, they have live feeds where people watch them online 24-7. Literally, the only place you can't watch them is in the bathroom. You watch them sleep. You watch them eat. You watch them brush their teeth. Like, every single thing. It's so crazy. And the same exact thing. They get the most insane amount of hate. Either hate or love. Like, people either love you or hate you. Yeah. Or I guess maybe some people just don't care about you. But the people who have like face hate is insane. And like, remember, I think it was last fall, we had Caitlin on with Morgan and Amanda and Caitlin was on Big Brother and she like faced an insane amount of hate when she came out. But yeah, you sympathize with these people so much, especially because you just, when you're in it, you probably don't know how you're being received. And I think that everyone yeah. likes to think that people love them. Yeah. No one wants to like assume they're the villain of the show, you know? And I just wonder, and maybe you know this, 
when people come off reality shows like that, where they kind of are normal people, it's not like the Real Housewives or whatever. Do they have like like a, a transition phase, like where they have like counselors and stuff or anything to be like, okay, now you're back in the outside world? I don't think so. So they're starting to do that now because I have like some friends that were on The Bachelor and they say that like now The Bachelor is like doing a lot better with that. We're like, they'll have like therapists on hand and right. have like, even for like past contestants, like if you ever need to speak to someone, like we hear someone will provide for you. But I don't, I don't know. I can't speak to like Love Island or like Big Brother or any other show. But I think that as people are starting to realize like how much mental health and like social media affects these, like these castmates post show, I think that they're starting to include or take it more seriously. Yeah. Cause I mean, I guess like when the bachelor started, social media was like barely a thing. So these people were like on the exactly. show, but then they didn't have this like instant feedback. It's just, it was mind boggling mm-hmm. to me and mind boggling to me that someone could like just write such harsh harsh things because yes, it's reality TV, but I'm like, those are people. I don't know. It's kind of crazy. That's what I was thinking about. So anyway, if you need to catch up on Love Island, I just really want to discuss it, but I don't want to spoil it for anybody. So I won't, I'll wait, I'll wait patiently waiting. I saw everyone saying like how they pretty much cannot go on TikTok. Like if you watch Love Island and don't want to know the spoilers, don't even open the TikTok. No, don't open TikTok. Mm-hmm. Don't do it. All right, Christina, what are you obsessed with this week? Well, well, my obsessed with is I kind of talked about it a little bit earlier, but I'm just so obsessed with the idea of having people in your life and like, not like everyone in your life has to be like this. Cause I think having people in different stages is super, super important, but having people in your life that can relate to what you're going through and being here now on the Island with so many people who have kids, i I realized how I felt really alone at points throughout this past year where people kind of like didn't know what I was going through or like, I I feel like I have curated some mom friends and I do have some mom friends, but it's different than having like a group of mom friends Mm -hmm. all going through the same sort of thing. And now I feel like here I have so many people that are in such a similar stage of life that it makes me realize again, like how important that is and like how I need to like continue to pursue that. Cause we've talked a lot about on this podcast of how important it is to continue making friends throughout the stages of your life. And I feel like that's like an area that I want to continue to make more effort in. Yes. Moving forward. Oh, well, I love that. So that's I'm obsessed with. I love that. And I'm so glad that you're experiencing that this summer. That's so special. And hopefully, yeah, you can find a mom gang here in Los Angeles. Everyone's starting to have babies, so it shouldn't be too hard. Or wherever we end up. Right. Or wherever you end up. I know it's so interesting because it's like, I do think that is such a hard transition for women because you have like the single friends when your friends start having babies and then you're like, you feel isolated from each other. And then you need like, I think single girls need single girlfriends. Moms need mom friends. And then it kind of is like this hard transition. And then especially as then you're trying to like navigate these old relationships and establishing new relationships as well. It is like the changing of seasons and friendships is so is is can be really difficult very necessary because I do agree with you I think you need people who are understand what you're going through totally yeah totally like imagine if you had like every single one of your friends was married right now with kids I'd be you'd probably feel super alone I would be depressed (laughs) 
Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, saying. and I think it's important to also have people who are in different stages too, because like, you don't want everyone who has the same exact life as you, like, or is doing the same sort of thing. You know what I mean? That's like, you want like friends that have different viewpoints, different want friends that live like separate lives, have, you know, friends that are in different stages as well. So yeah. anyways, yeah, I think it's all super important. I agree. Should we get into our ask away? Yeah, let's do the ask away. Kick it off for us, Christina. Okay. I broke up with my boyfriend of three and a half years because it didn't feel right. We were best friends and did everything together, but he would oftentimes be mean and seemed like he had more important things like sports than me. We broke up in October, 2021. I broke up with him. And now in July, 2022, I find myself thinking of him because things ended on such bad terms and I miss it. You went through a breakup. I think this is obviously to you, Ray. Should I reach out and try to make amends or are these feelings I just need to wait to pass? Hmm. I truly believe it's never a good idea to get back with an ex. I think you broke up for a reason and that is maybe a controversial opinion because I know some people get back together and whatever. I just think like if you break up, I think that should be it. I think too, you just have to be careful because... You cannot control the response that you're going to get or the outcome. So if you want to make amends, I think a lot of times we go into this wanting or having in our head already a reaction from this person on how it will go. And I think a lot of times we want this for our own like selfish reasons and it doesn't always end up how we would expect coming from someone who so basically like I I saw my ex-boyfriend before my trip and it was actually like I felt like a, a positive thing in the way that we did make amends to some things that were difficult for both of us but it was also one of the hardest things I've ever done and I don't think that I would have done it again and I don't think I would encourage someone else to do that just to to make amends with this person. I think as you like heal and grow individually, it's like a little bit understood. I mean, if there's some <laughs> super, super big things, like I just, I guess I just don't know, like reaching out to just apologize. I just feel like it's kind of opening Pandora's box is my, my thoughts on it. What do you think, Christina? I don't know. I go back and forth because like I had some thoughts and then hearing you talk it out too. I'm like, Oh, that's a good point too. I think that one, you're always going to miss people that were in your life for one reason or another, but you broke up for a reason. So I think if you really feel strongly about wanting to make amends with this person, you have to know in your mind that like you don't want to get back together. I think that's really important to have like a clear vision there. I also think what Ray said about knowing that the outcome you might have in your head might be different than what actually happens is really important because for sure, you know, you're visualizing an exact scenario right now. We all would do the same. But at the same time, I think that like, for me, I'm kind of someone who like, I guess never wants to have like bad blood or like have like things with anyone. You know what I mean? Like I'd, I'd rather just like be in a good place. You know what I mean? So I think for me, when I've had relationships that didn't necessarily end great, and I'm thinking more like friendship wise, I think for me, like it's really helped make amends. And even if there are selfish reasons behind it, and maybe that's like, you just want to feel better about the way you handle things. I think it can't hurt as long as you 
have a clear vision in, in your head of like the type of relationship you want or don't want with this person moving forward. Yeah. I do think though, once you open that door, it's kind of like, I don't know why I'm thinking of this analogy, but like Mary Poppins bag, like there's always something else. Mm -hmm. Like, I think that once you open that, there's always going to be like, oh, you know, not kind of like excuses just to like reach out to them. And I think that you can miss someone and care for them and not be meant to be with them. So I just would say, be very careful, tread carefully, because once you open this, it's kind of the, the door is back open. The floodgates, the floodgates are open. So tread carefully. My advice is to not open that box again, based on my experience, but everybody's different, but I would say don't do it. So right, well, there you have it. There we have it. No, I know it's funny. My, my brother was just kind of going through a situation like this and it, it, it's different, but it was pretty much like his ex's like birthday. And my mom was like, don't you think he should reach out to her and just wish her a happy birthday? I was like, no, why the fuck would he do that? Like, why? That's just going to confuse her. First of all, he's seeing someone else now. Like that's. Oh yeah. He should absolutely not. Like like, why? And mom was like, but but she was like a good person. I'm like, no, like that's no, like my own business. No. Anyways. And my brother, like, I spoke to him about it. He's like, no, I'm not doing that. And I was like, okay, I just want to make sure we're all on the same page. Yeah. No, 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 no. He should not do that. Alexander, do not text her. <laughs> and then my mom, this psycho, she's like, do you think I should text her for her birthday? I'm like, <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, my God. Your mom cracks me up. Nuts. So funny. Anyways. Anywho. So my one of my, one of my cousins was like here was like, really, my mom loves your podcast. And like she was telling me like she loves Ray too. And I was like, your mom listens to my podcast. And I'm like so flattered. I haven't like even said anything to her about it because she didn't say it to me. Like her daughter said it to me. And like they both listen. It's like one thing if my cousin will listen to it. It's like another thing, like no, I'm mortified. I mean? Christina, I'm mortified. No, 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 no. No, dude, you're fine. I talked about my fucking family, okay? I talked about taking a tampon out and throwing it into the Greek ocean so I could have sex with a guy. What? <laughs> okay, fine, fair. That's relatable, though. I think most people Okay, no, but actually, sometimes I do, like, when people are like, oh, my God, listen to the podcast, I, like... I'm like, oh, shit. Like, I just forget. Like, I just think it's you and I talking. And then... <laughs> that's not the case <laughs> that's not the case damn well thank you though for listening we love you and whenever we're having spicy little episodes just show us some grace yeah show us some grace but actually last thing we'll end on i saw this tiktok that was like i hate when influencers do those q a's and it's like hot or iced coffee or what's your favorite store to shop at She's like, I want to know when you last got railed. I want to know. (laughs) And it was so funny because people do ask that, but I do ignore those questions. I reserve them specifically for the podcast. So sorry about it. But I was like, I kind of agree. I don't want to know your coffee order. I do want to know the juice, the juicy details. But it's kind of scary to share that stuff. So anyway, that's all we have. Christina, you need to get back out to the beach, even though you're a little bit tired of it. Get back out to the beach with your family and then get your ass and back here. Ready. I can't wait. I know. I love that swimsuit. I know. I'll probably see you next week or this weekend or something. How crazy is that? I know. That's so crazy. 
It went by really fast. Thank God. It went by so fast. I'm kind of sad now when thinking about it, but it's okay. All right. We'll, well go soak it up. Enjoy it. And thanks everybody for listening. We will see you next week. Bye guys. Thank you so much for tuning in today. For more information on this episode, check out the show notes on our website, theconfidentcollective.com and find us on Instagram at Confident Collective. And if you really loved what you heard, screenshot today's episode in the podcast app and share it in your stories and don't forget to tag us.